Maybe you were in church on Sunday. If you were, you got a chance to hear a guest preacher, Winnie Varghese. She preached on that gospel lesson, and I heard her say something that I really liked. She said, you must be born again. And there are some followers of Jesus who use that phrase, being born again, as if it's a threatening test. And she cautioned us not to let them do that, not to let other people take the language of being born again away from us because being born again is too beautiful a thing for us to give up on. And I really like that. You have to be born again. You must be born again. You cannot be a Christian unless you're born again. But what does that really mean? What does it really mean to be born again? And why in this exchange between Jesus and Nicodemus does that, that idea of being born again come up? And, and how is that good news anyway? Nicodemus comes to Jesus. He comes to Jesus and he approaches him and says, Look, Rabbi, look, teacher, we, my colleagues and I, we know that God sent you to us. We know that. Because nobody can do the amazing things that you do if God was not with that person. In other words, Nicodemus lets us know and lets Jesus know right from the bat that he's not doubting who Jesus is. He's not questioning what Jesus represents. He accepts that. He sees in Jesus God's presence, God's work. But still, something isn't quite right. Something doesn't quite match up. Something doesn't quite make sense. And maybe you noticed that Nicodemus doesn't actually ask Jesus a question, at least not at first. All he says to Jesus is, look, Jesus, we, we know that God sent you because you're doing these amazing things, and you couldn't do them if, if God wasn't with you. And I, I like to imagine that in that moment, Jesus kind of looks at him and waits, and waits, and Nicodemus looks back and, and kind of helpless, hoping that Jesus would would fix it. And finally, after a really long and uncomfortable silence, Jesus says to him, you know, if you want to see the kingdom of God, this thing that you're looking for, you've got to be born again. You've got to be born above to see that. It's as if Nicodemus has seen in Jesus God's work, but Nicodemus wants to see more. Nicodemus wants to understand it. Nicodemus wants to embrace it. And yet Nicodemus knows that something's missing. So he comes to Jesus and says, all right, Jesus, help me fill in the dots. And Jesus' response is, you must be born from above. You must be born again. And Nicodemus is confused by that. And I think that makes sense that he was confused. Wouldn't you be confused? Nicodemus says, wait a minute, born again? What do you mean born again? Is an adult supposed to climb back into the mother's womb in order to, to be born again? And Jesus kind of smacks his head and says, no, Nicodemus, that's not what I mean. You must be born not of woman, of human. You must be born from above. You must be born of water. You must be born of spirit. You must be born as children of God, not children of the world. And and things start to make sense, but I'll tell you, even by the time Nicodemus leaves, it's still not quite clear yet, and it's not supposed to be. 
Jesus comes to us and he gives us a glimpse of God among us. But how in the world are we supposed to understand that? How do we, how do we embrace that? How do we wrap our minds around that? And we come to Jesus the way Nicodemus does, and we say to Jesus, help us out here. And Jesus says, don't worry about it. All you've got to do is be born again. Because you can't get God's kingdom. You can't get who God is. You can't get what God is doing if you're stuck only in an earthly life, an earthly mindset, an earthly perspective. You've got to eat and live and move and breathe and act and think and love the way God does. You have to be a child of God in order to belong in God's reign as God's children. Close to the end of the exchange, you might remember, close to the end of the exchange, um, Jesus says that bit that we all know, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but what? But have eternal life, right? We remember that. That's one of those verses we talk about over and over again. God yearns to give us abundant, overflowing, everlasting life. And those who believe in God, those who believe in God's Son, Jesus, have received that life. But what does it mean to believe? It doesn't just mean to figure it out. It doesn't just mean to say the right words with our lips or to do the right things with our lives or to show up in church every Wednesday night for our whole lives. What does it mean to believe? It means to give ourselves to, to lean into, to give our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, our actions, our relationships, our hopes, our dreams, all that we have to what God is doing. And you can't do that unless you're God's beloved child. And you are. As we hear what Jesus says to Nicodemus, we could, I think, easily make the mistake of coming to Jesus over and over and over and over again and saying, Jesus, would you help me figure it out one more time? Would you explain a little more to me? Maybe this time I'll get it. Maybe this time I'll understand it. But belonging to God isn't something we do or think or say. It's who we are. It's who we are as those who have been born of God. No, you can't climb back into the womb and be born a second time. And even if you could, it wouldn't do you any good because that's not the kind of life Jesus is talking about. Jesus is asking us to be born of God. What do we do about it? We let God bring us back to life. When you were born, that moment when you were born, that whole episode, that whole moment was all about you. And yet, what did you do to make it happen? What, what choice did you make about the day you would be born? It just happens because it's who you are and the time is right. The same is true with being born of God. You must be born again. You must be born from above. Let God bring you to that new life so that you might belong to God as God's children.